0: you know uh the book woke doesn't mean broke I don't know if you can see it here bestseller yeah, i see you.
1: another one
2: oh it's a bestseller You're doing that huh
1: 688 oh. 688 nice. pages yeah yeah man i gotta send you a copy what i'll you send wrote- you a copy tomorrow
2: what you wrote that in three days
1: no <laughs> no nah, 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 three months three months
2: you can you type in one book on one end and, and <laughs> writing with another <laughs> and then to at the same
1: time yeah man yeah you know it's um a lot of this information was already in my head obviously from over the years you know a lot of financial understanding a lot of financial practices and how to combine the spiritual practices and metaphysical world with understanding how to navigate the financial matrix i said people need to know how these two things actually go together you know, you being spiritual over here doesn't mean you're supposed to be over here and be broke because I'm spiritual. That's just dumb. You know, because if you're spiritual and you understand spiritual practices and understanding the metaphysical world, that means you should be walking in abundance, twenty-four-seven. You should never have a want for anything because you should be able to wield the power of the universe that's in your favor. So that's why I decided to write this book because they have this thing: this guy's got a Rolls Royce, this guy's got a nice house, this guy got money. You know, he ain't conscious. I'm um, sorry it's actually the opposite <laughs> you know what I'm saying I mean if you're going to be conscious and you're going to be talking about the light is in you the power is in you and we got all this power but you can't manifest the light bill then I'm sorry it doesn't make any sense to me
2: yeah it sounds like you're in the dark with that, but you know funny because that's the same conversation that comes with being dependent as a quality you know just because you haven't sold out doesn't mean you haven't sold anything you know exactly. what I mean? So yeah. if there's a, prodig- a prod a, if there's a commodity that's good for people that evolves them, you know that's always what I've always wanted to make money off of. If I'm gonna make money off of people, it's gonna be off of evolving them, helping them get just as much money as I'm making. Right. So yeah, it's great that you're sharing that and also breaking that you know that 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 narrative that just because you're aware means that you can't get any money in this world or this realm. Yeah, you know, yeah. or you have to be satisfied with struggle or not being comfortable. Right. And that makes no sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes no sense. And, and I think it's good that, you know, and again, as an independent, I've always made sure that I lived where everyone that's not independent lives, that I have the same cars and the same things and my kids go to the same schools <laughs> yeah. as people that aren't free thinkers, mm-hmm. that have sold out. I got everything they got without any compromise of quality of living mm-hmm or having to give away my integrity.
0: Yeah. I
2: just had to stand by my principles. Yeah. But I want people to see how aspirational that is mm-hmm. to really believe in something fearlessly and fight for it right. and not be told what to do or be expected to be given anything. Exactly. You know? yeah, fight man. doesn't always mean broke. Fight right. usually comes with, if you're fighting for the right reasons, it comes with the wealth that you want, but you have to be able to visualize what you want as well.
1: Exactly, you, you know, thousand percent. You know, I learned a lot from you too, man, you know, cause I like to learn from everybody. And, um, you know, I remember the first time I came to your house in Beverly Hills you were so nice to even invite me over to your house. The first time we met, you hadn't even met me in person yet. And uh, I remember pulling up to the house and, you know cause in my mind, it was this preconceived concept that was out there in the in the mainstream media and the streets, you know, Dame Dash is, you know he lost it, he's, he's, he's broke. And I'm pulling up to this house, it looks like a hotel <laughs> I come in your house, and just as simple as going to the bathroom, what really stuck in my brain was that your bathroom throwaway towels had your logo on them, your insignia on them. You know, and something like that. I mean, some people ask like, mundane, but no, for me, that really impressed something a little extra on me about self branding, self love, self dignity. You know, I took, you no, know, I take, I see these little things. You know what I'm saying? I see how you do everything is branded. You know your own brand. Everything is your own, and um, and I had been working and striving towards that little by little. But you t- you helped me take my brain to even another level, understanding where it really should be in terms of self branding. You know, I I really appreciate you for that, man.
2: I could if I could teach you something, and I've done something. That's a stat. I appreciate you <laughs> noticing that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you it. No,
0: you
1: know, no. You know you gotta you, you know. Gotta, Life is a consistent process of learning and evolving, you know? And I think who, people who think that they've gotten to the top and they know everything, I think they become stagnant and then they fall off, you
0: know?
2: Absolutely. It's all about evolution. The yeah. minute you think you know everything, that's when you realize that you're really dumb. You know and yeah. That's what it has to be. And yeah. someone smart knows that there's so much more to learn. Every time you open one door, there's a whole other door that you want to unlock, you know? Yeah. Right. Like like even in in, in, in the way and, and the things that you've taught me about what everyone's now talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy because a year or two when we first met and mm-hmm. you're pulling my coat to all these things that are out there that people already know that aren't saying. And yeah. now all of a sudden UFOs is a daily thing. You yeah. talk about it every day on CNN, on regular news. Mm-hmm. They warming us up for the truth. Yeah, But, it's, you know, my man was in here today, um, talk, and I was telling him, I was like, you know, it's crazy because I always feel like I know you know, I always find out stuff before everybody else. Right. But you see, I was telling you about all this UFO shit. And now every day, the, 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 the government mm-hmm. is admitting, Yeah. you know, the, Trump's last thing was to release all of those files. Right. But, you know, I feel like I already saw some of this shit. Billy Show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's just funny how, you know, you know things early or you learn things early. And mm-hmm. it's usually that what's there in plain sight. Yeah. And hidden what in plain sight. Right. And and, and all of a sudden, they, they tell you when they feel like it, as opposed to you just realizing and understanding and, and, and not know and knowing that nothing's a coincidence. This shit is going on. You know, it's just exactly.
0: logical. Exactly. Yeah.
1: You yeah. Know? For real. I mean, it, it's so it's so um it's so telling how far and how far ahead we usually are. You're like, you're a futurist. I'm a futurist. And so a lot of the times we come up with these concepts and ideas. And both of us have been able to be successful. Now you've been successful on a much different level than me. I'm catching up to your level or trying to catch up to your level, but um, but I've had a significant amount we of success in my life.
2: Races. We both have the same cause.
1: We both got roll, You got on a nice watch. I got on a, you know, Richard Mill. You, okay. know? <laughs> you know? Yeah, so we're we we doing okay, you know? And But it's like, but we're future thinkers. And what I like what you said earlier, the fact that, you know, I'm in a neighborhood now where I got a pilot, a dentist, a doctor, you know, attorneys on my block. And I'm here in this house on this block with these people who've gone the conventional route. And there's nothing wrong with that because we need those people, obviously. But I'm, I'm very proud and happy to say that I got here the unconventional way. And I got everything that they got and more. And di- and I did it my way. And that gives me a level of, of satisfaction the same as it does you.
2: I, listen, you, I already understand the level of satisfaction. Yeah. It's a priceless right. Satisfaction, because you know that you're, you know, you're intact, right? that you never had to veer away from who you are to get where you thought you had to go, right? Right. But another thing that people don't do is they don't dream, they yeah. don't know how to visualize, they mm-hmm. don't even know what their dream is. So mm-hmm. I am around highly intelligent people, principals, yeah. doctors, and they are very savvy and can speak intelligently about everything. But mm-hmm. the one thing that stumps them every time is, what's your dream? Mm. And when I say what's your dream, not that society is good and all kids yeah, yeah. eat. I have to always say, what is your selfish dream? Mm. Because you cannot help anybody unless you can help yourself. You know, exactly. And if you are helping people, it should not hurt you. So you have to have enough right. to eat and enough to be able to feed without having to be hungry. You know, but you got to dream and be able to visualize it and you know also articulate it so other people can have the same dream and y'all can all come together and focus energy on the same thing till it becomes tangible, exactly. A lot of people don't know how to dream, bro.
1: Yeah, they don't. They, you know, the thing that I I heard the other day and in this documentary was that the first seven years of a child's life is the coding and programming they get that projects their entire future, how they think, how they feel, how they react, how they dream, everything is based on that first seven years. So I think that the powers that be have done a phenomenal job in inserting the type of negative programming and and stuff that hinder or hold back or oppress our real capability to dream, our real capability to be ourselves by putting us into these institutions like school and, you know, all these other things that they plug us into to help well, rob the us. They put that's you the into the
2: program yeah. to control the masses. Right. So what I'm understanding is the world wants, to, they always, the masses um, are very scary, you know, to the people that are trying to control them because if the masses yeah. stick together, mm-hmm. that 1% is over. Yeah. So from the day you're born, you're programmed on how to be controlled and be a part of the masses. Yeah. So you know, I work with a lot of principals in OSG, 90 black principals, we talk about curriculum, we talk about so much. Mm. But the things that aren't taught in school is they don't teach you how to be rich. Right. They teach you how to have a job. Yeah. They don't teach you capital gains because they don't expect you to be able to have it. Mm-hmm. They don't teach you entrepreneurship. Yeah. They don't even teach you sustainability. They don't teach you how to, to grow food, nope. you know? And yep. you know what else they, they got to start teaching? space travel, yeah. how could you not be speak, teaching space travel right now? Yeah. That
0: seems that like that be, that be be a, conversation.
2: getting off this planet in a minute. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. so logically when, you know, the pe- people aren't dumb,
0: yeah. they
2: have to know that these things are necessary. They also don't teach you how to pass laws.
0: Right. They have
2: to know how these things are necessary, not teaching you on, on purpose. You know what they teach you? Either you learn how to have a nine to five
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Or you better learn how to entertain us 1% by playing sports.
0: Right, right.
2: (laughs) Or you go to jail. Yeah. And they don't teach you, you know, when they offer the sports to you, they don't teach you any of the jobs or anything that happens around it. Administrative, coaching, scouting, owning a team. They just teach you how to play for the team. Right. Knowing that 99% don't make it. Mm-hmm. And again, if you're not prepared to get the job, then they're building a jail for you. You got to sell for you. Oh, yeah. And, and that's a program. Either you're, you're to break the social class, either your entertainment, or you got to sell drugs. Yeah. And that's how they make it. And yeah. selling drugs is not sustainable. So here's another sell for you.
1: Exactly. <laughs> that's nope. how they do it, man. And they've been very successful in doing it. And that robs people. Of their ability to dream for anything they just get plugged into this into this you know this crazy system man you know and uh i'm just so glad man people like us we've been able to to see beyond that we've been able to re-encode ourselves from an early age and not fall victim to that to that programming code and so to people out there on the outside sometimes we look like crazy fanatics or whatever you want to call it but we're actually the normal ones in a lot of ways. And we're trying to drop the seeds of reality to help snap people out of you know, where they are. But some people don't realize that they're, they're suffering from these epigenetic memories from their ancestors. And they're living out even some of their ancestors' turmoils and tortures and torments and PTSD and suicidal thoughts and depression is all inside their body. It's been passed down from generation to generation. It can last up to 20 generations. And the only way to break for people to break out of this is they have to begin this through positive affirmations, speak positive on themselves, believe in themselves, start to dream, start to believe that anything is possible, you know, that, that, that they can achieve. And, um, you know, that's what, you know, some of the things we've done together, like even when having the mystery school at your Dame Dash Studios and things like that, trying to get people to snap out of this, this, this fallacy, this illusion, you know?
2: I mean, they've done a good job. The programming has been deep. Yeah. But the one yeah. thing I know that they teach you from the day you're born is to be scared to die, even though you're going to die. Yeah, You know see what I'm saying? It's like yes. <laughs> fear is implemented in you the second right. that you're born. And I don't even think fear is a natural fucking emotion. I think it's artificial for control. You know, mm-hmm. I look at my my, my, my my puppies, you know, my mm-hmm. animals. No yeah. one told them about death. They have no idea what it is. That's why right. they're not concerned with it. They're fearless. They're not scared of anything, you know, because no one taught them fear. If -hmm. no one tells you about the bad shit, you ain't going to be worried about it. So, in order to be worried about something, someone has to tell you to be worried about it. You know, most of the things we're scared of is not instinctual. Mm
0: -hmm. It's
2: not instinctual to be scared to have bad credit. Right. It's not not instinctual to be scared to worry about what other people think about you Mm -hmm. or or not to have a job. That's implemented. No one's. Like my my daughter's scared not to go to college. Right. She's scared to have a bad grade.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm I'm I pay the most for school, and I'm the one to be like play hooky. I don't right. care. But <laughs> yeah. She's like, no, I got to go to school. Right. I know what college I'm going to. I'm like, right. you're, you're 13. How do you already know all these
0: things?
2: <laughs> yeah. You've been taught to think that if you don't do what they say how they say, then you're doing something wrong. Yeah. If, if, if the nine to five American apple pie dream. Where you work your whole life and only relax when you're 65. If you don't do that, then you've done wrong. And yeah. that's the reason why most of the world is depressed. Almost everyone I know has to take a blue pill once a day or some kind of pill to be happy. Right. Like the Matrix pill.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: you exactly know, that's what it is. That's why most of
2: this world is depressed.
1: Yeah. You hit it right on the head. I mean, you hit it right on the head, literally. That's why people take drugs a lot of times to escape this you know, the red pill life and, re- and stay in the blue pill zone so they can just feel comfortable with this mundane life that they have to live day in and day out, night in and night out, not realizing that they can re-encode, they can change their reality, you know, and that's why, that's why I wrote this book because I wanted people, I have saw so many comments, like when we did a video one time and you were like, you were saying, I respect this guy because he's got a Rolls Royce, you know, it was a while ago we did a video together. And I was just going back and reading some of the comments, you know, of Rolls Royce. And he's, I thought this guy was conscious and all this. You know, I'm like, no, no, no. You guys got the wrong idea what conscious is all about. If you look at all the ancient sages, if you look at the Buddhas and you look at Yeshua and, and Gandhi and all these people, they may not have had a billion dollars in their account. But when you research these ancient sages from all around the world, no matter where they went, they always had abundance. Abundance followed them. They had clothes. They had people trying to serve them anything they want. Night and day, day and night, people were trying to serve them and feed them and clothe them and and put a roof over their head and everything else. Why? Because they had the abundance mindset. And people are walking around here not understanding that we have to have and live and walk in the abundance mindset that you deserve the best. You deserve to have everything uh, available for you when you need it. All your needs should be met. And abundance doesn't mean you got a billion dollars in your bank account. It just means it all your needs are met when they need to be met and on time. You're not wanting or begging and hoping for anything. And for people who have a higher responsibility in this world in terms of who, how many how many people they can touch, lives they can touch, like you have a high responsibility because you have a, a, to whom a lot is given, a lot is required. I have a high responsibility. To whom a lot is given, a lot is required. I need more revenue to be able to touch more people. I can't do what I'm doing on the scale I'm doing it in a robe and slippers on a prepaid cell phone, and neither can you, you know? there's levels to this
0: thing.
2: Yeah. And you should be unapologetic about that. That's the right. you that usually the ones that are judging. You know? Yeah. Most people with money aren't judging other people that have it. Right. The ones that are worried about someone else's dollars because it ain't in their pocket and they want it. And they're usually mad about the reasons they don't have it.
0: Yeah. You know?
2: And 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 you're right. The more it's a it's a heavy responsibility when you touch people. Pause. When you know you have a platform and people listen and you influence them, you can influence them to do the wrong thing for money, or you could influence mm-hmm. them to do the right thing and y'all get paid together. You right. know, and you know, again, for me, I'm not hustling for this vibration. I'm hustling for the eternity vibration. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, this is a very short period of time we're gonna be in this in this vibration yeah. in this form. I want to make sure that you know my ancestors and wherever I get to after this, that that's great. And I know that my trajectory is going to be determined by what I'm doing now, Yeah, you know? So I'm always investing in my future, not the immediate
0: future, you know? Long term. That's
2: the headstone, you know what I mean? That's the one that people should be thinking about, but people don't, because they can't understand it, Yeah. they're thinking like, yo, as long as I'm surviving in this moment, any way I can, self-preservation,
0: but they understand it,
2: that's the test. Right, right. This vibration, I think, is for tests all day long, because no one has the perfect life. At all, not one person goes through a trauma-free life. It does not exist.
1: Doesn't exist. You're here
2: for trauma just to me to see how you're going to deal with it. Just lost your Rolls
1: Royce. Yeah, no, I'm changing it because I want to show you something what you were just talking about. See that behind me? Legacy. That's what you're talking about up there. Mm -hmm. This one up here at the top, middle, legacy. Is that art? What is that? That's art, yeah. I got the art, I got the success principles set up like the periodic table of elements. Mm-mm. So I have success, legacy, vision, uh, hustle, mindset, and greatness.
2: Oh, that's fly! Oh, that's your backdrop, right?
1: That's my. That's my wall. That's art on my wall. That's
2: real art. Yes, I was like, Whoa. That's oh, real art that's, on my
1: oh. wall in my house. This is my in my office here. Yeah, that's
2: fly. I like yeah, yeah.
1: that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, man. That's why I pull it up because like you you're talking about what you're talking about now is and it's so see people need to hear this. You're talking about hustling for your legacy for for future generations. And so what happens a lot of times is people are stuck thinking about like, OK, when I get my paycheck next Friday, I'm going to do this, this and pay this bill. I'm going to put some money on this. But the people who are thinking big numbers and legacy building, we're thinking, oh, this is how I'd like to see things happening for my family. Bloodline in 100 years, in 200 years, in 300 years. How do the elites run this planet and control us so well? They plan for eons at a time.
2: They they plan a hundred year clips at least.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like
2: we're still we're still this little program that we're in was strategically planned thousands of years ago. I think based back before the Romans. You
1: know what I mean? Absolutely. You know when it started. There's a book called uh, "The Gods of Eden," and um, it's by William Bramley. The the gods of Eden is it called the gods of Eden? It's called. Uh, yeah, the gods of Eden. And so it's by William Bramley. But in this book, he cut- uncover some of the Sumerian tablets that exposed when the bicameral Congress was installed on this planet. Left wing, right wing. This is 6,000 years ago when they'd installed um, inflation on the planet. So you would have, a guy would have, um, they introduced money on stone tablets. The stone was money, no backed by nothing, okay? And you would etch into the stone IOUs. And we found over a million of these stone tablets with all the IOUs on them. So if I had a a farm with goats and and the other guy had uh, an apple orchard, he'd bring me two satchels of apples for one goat. That's the value trade-off, right? Exchange. Now, if he came and I was out of goats, I would give him a stone tablet IOU. You give me the apples, I'm going to give you this IOU. When you come back, you can get the goat. Guy goes away, he comes back. Because there's been a shortage of goats or some holiday came where everybody was buying up the goats he's got a shortage of goats the value of goats is scarcity the value of goats has gone up now you got to give me two ious the one you have only gives you half of a goat now you can get i'll give you half of a goat so they installed this inflation system and taught it to humans six thousand years ago and we have the evidence of this in the sumerian tablets and so uh, (laughs) This is stuff that's still going on obviously right now. The, 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 the politician system, the, the, um, economics within built in inflation, they've been running this game. Like you said, for a very long time and it's been, it's, it's phenomenal how they did it because it really has sustained.
2: Well, you know, the way I see this and, and I've always looked at it like that. Being controlled is a choice, you know, whether it's a conscious or unconscious one. To yeah. me, it's always been a choice. And for those that want to be controlled or don't realize they're being controlled and are all right with it, go ahead. Yeah. I'm gonna try to wake you up. Right. But you know, you're gonna get in line if you, you know if that's what you want to do. You could be you could be in a, a commercial airport or fly private. Yeah. You know, see again, I was I was I went to New York for a day a couple of weeks ago for my aunt's funeral. Hmm. And I hadn't been in a public airport in a while. Wow. And when I went in, because, you know, because of COVID, we were flying private wherever we went. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, I got to stand in line like everybody else. Yeah. And every second they're telling you where to go. And I'm like, this is necessary because there's millions of people walking through here. Right. Or else it'd be chaos. Right. So when there's a lot of people in one place, there is a form of control to keep everyone organized. Yeah, if you have a certain kind of enlightenment, you can fly private. That's right. You know, and I'm saying that you know not to say real, but in life, yeah, create you your own bubble. If you're not breaking any laws, you really can live by your own rules. Yeah. You no, know? and you know, like I say, regardless to who's president, you know, whether it's Trump or Biden, I'm gonna do all right. Thank I'm you. I'm gonna be worried about everyone that's gonna be controlled, because that's what they're there to do: control the ones that want to be. But I'm not waiting for the government to pay for my medicine. Right. I'm not waiting for the government to pay for nothing. Matter right. of fact, for me, the government works for me because I pay taxes. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm the boss. But He's nobody taxes. looks at it like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a choice. Be mm-hmm. controlled or be the controller. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Yeah. For if,
2: real. If, if, if you want to be a part of the masses, then you're going to have a master,
0: period. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I just had an exact conversation. I had uh, some people come over tonight and a young lady wanted me to talk to her kids. Uh, They're they're adults though, but they're young adults in their 20s about manifesting and and stuff like that. And I had the same exact conversation with them that you just brought up in terms of being controlled, understanding who's controlling and living your life based off of your own rules, not what the other rules. I said that the government has us thinking that we work for them and we they work for us the police got us thinking that they control us and they work for, and we work for them and no they work for us the doctor the same thing they try to tell you what you can do and you can't do sometimes they give you bad information the doctor works for you you should be telling the doctor no i checked this out i want you to look into this better because of this or that just how i feel about this or that And you can't, they can't shut you up because guess what? You're paying them. They work for you. And we have to flip this thing around. Lawyers work for you. You can't let them dominate. We can't let these people dominate us anymore. Like we have to understand we're the ones in control. And when we really understand that, we'll have a much smoother life and we'll have more control over our reality. You know what I'm saying? That's what I I was just talking about earlier today.
2: What you're saying is 100% right. But if you said that to certain people, that would make them scared. Yeah. And that's what makes us, and that, it's, it's about narrative.
0: Mm-hmm. So the,
2: the only way to control muscle is brain, right. you know? And to make someone stronger think that they're weaker. It's narrative. And you're yeah. right. Yeah. They give you this narrative. So you, it, it, it's so crazy that someone that actually works for you makes you think you work for them.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. You
2: know? But it, 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 it's, it's, you know, like I said, I've had issues with other cultures. Yeah, because of the entitlement. Like even like in certain parts, like we bought a house in South Carolina, mm-hmm. from a, hmm. and I paid this man cash, and he wow. told me I got to say thank you. I told that dude go mow my lawn and get the f- out my house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe the gall of this man because he couldn't believe a black man came into South Carolina yeah. and bought that house cash wow. and told me get up out of there. Yeah. He was actually offended.
1: Wow. To wow.
2: the extent that he told my girl, um, I deserve an apology, and I'm disappointed. I thought I had to call this man and check him. Go mow my lawn, because it's my yeah. house now. Right, Leave right. my keys and get out. Wow. not ever talk to my girl like that again. Right, You know right. what I mean? But it's that? the entitlement, the narrative, like, because, and, and you know, even to the extent that being a wealthy black man, Yeah. Another culture might say, I don't care how much money you got. You'll never be able to afford to buy white. Mm-hmm. You will never be white. Yeah. The fuck I don't want to be white? Yeah. I what are you talking about? That's the only thing someone broken white got is, but I'm still white. Like, that. Yeah. what the fuck does that mean? Right. It's still a form of making you, of trying to make someone that has not a dollar that lives in a trailer. Right. going to be like, I'm still better than you.
1: Exactly.
0: Because That's what it is.
2: My, I don't want your skin. That's yeah. your narrative, bro. You wanna be black. You wanna know how to dance. You wanna know how to fight. You wanna (laughs) know how to get the girls. You You wanna know how to play athletics. You wanna know how to shoot. Get the out of here. But in certain places, Mm -hmm. they'll still make you, no matter how much money you got, you can't buy my skin. I don't wanna buy your skin, nigga. I would never want to. I wouldn't take your skin. I don't care.
0: Right, right. You know what I'm saying?
2: I know. It's real funny to yeah. see a black man around some broke white people that still feel like they should have one up on you. hello. yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: that's pretty interesting. You know, every neighborhood I've lived in for the past, I would say uh, 12 years, I'm typically, you know, one of the, you know, the only black or one of the very few blacks in the neighborhood. And I'm in nice places, obviously. And they always want to know, you know, what team I played for or play for, you know, or what band or group or, you know, <laughs> It's either I'm an entertainer or I'm an athlete, that's it.
2: Trust me, I say the same thing. Why? Because I'm yeah. black? Cause yeah, I, yeah, When they say it to me, I'd be real strat Why? Because I'm black? Yeah. I'm an entrepreneur.
1: Yeah. You know, you're a published author. What you mean?
0: Right, right. You know what I tell them
1: now? When they come up to me like in this, you know, neighborhood, what do you, what do, you do for a living? I'm a scientist. Really? Yeah. Well, what science? Archaeoastronomy and astroanthropology. Oh, shit. They just turn around and walk away. <laughs> this guy's too smart for me.
2: Now you're about to great. They done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Go back to 7-Eleven. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, I can dig yeah. it, bro. But my yeah, point but for all of that is narrative. Yeah. You know? Right. Even in the music business, they make you think that you need them, and it's you. They make right. you give your culture to them to mm-hmm. sell it back to you.
0: Yeah. Just because you yeah. think
2: because they empower you or they validate you. Right. Or that 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 makes it better. That gives you validation. Yeah. It's always about narrative. Right.
0: And right. again,
2: it's always about dreaming. I, I'm I'm gonna show you something, follow me this. I'm gonna show you something real personal. Yeah. My manifestation game, and and, and I believe in it so heavy mm-hmm. that every day I'm gonna walk you to my personal bathroom. Nice. Every day, first here's my little man. Hey
1: buddy. Say hi! Hey, Say hi, what's up? <laughs> my little
2: man. Yeah, man. I'm having the
1: ball with this. Congrats, man! I, I see the love, me. man. I'm, I'm happy for you, man. Yeah,
2: man, we worked hard, you know. Yeah, and I like know. Other thing, we lost a baby this time last year. Yeah. A year,
0: that's year right. later,
2: we got a baby. We didn't sit down. Look, this is the toilet.
0: Mm-hmm. And look,
2: here's my vision board.
0: Yeah, right Anything there. Anything I
2: want to oh. buy. And everything I'm gonna sell it on the toilet, bro. Yeah, every day. Right. I'm looking at my dreams every day. Right. Every day, I yeah, gotta man. know my dreams so I can live it. Right. And then once you have it, you gotta be able to know that you're in your dreams so you can enjoy
0: it. Exactly. So I remember thinking, "You know, my
2: baby, and now it's happening." Mm-hmm. So I get to really marinate it, right? I get to right. really enjoy it. Yeah. Art detecting your future is everything.
0: Yeah,
2: it's everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Knowing I love what that. you want
2: your future to look like is everything. Yeah. It's like you can't shoot a movie without a script, and exactly. life should be like a script. And if you live life by somebody else's script, then you know your dream becomes a nightmare. You might be in a horror flick. Yeah. I don't yeah. like horror flicks.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, like me,
2: comedies. Yeah.
1: I like to be, yeah.
2: I don't want to be in the
1: horror <laughs> Yeah, I want to be happy, man. I want to be, be at peace. Yeah, you know, exactly. You know, and Somebody that's, else's
2: dreams is for sure going to be your nightmare.
1: For real. You Absolutely. know,
2: and, and, and that's why it's good to get with people that almost have the same kind of dreams.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
2: that when y'all doing the energy together, it makes it strong and it makes it happen quicker. and Everybody's mm-hmm. happy. When I win, you win, and you win, I win. Exactly. People dream in the same frequency, the same kind of thing. Yeah. And it's from a pure place. Mm-hmm. Nothing better than that. But yeah. you got to know the dream, because then exactly. also, you got to know. Because if it's not happening, you go, oh shit, this is not my dream. This is a nightmare. I'm gonna the fuck up out of here.
1: Right.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know what I mean. Yeah. Exactly. And you know that's one of the, the opening line. What you said earlier, architect of my life. You know, architect of your dreams. That's exactly the opening line on my song affirmations. You know, I am the architect of my life. And that is is such a, people don't realize that's such a powerful statement. If you understand truly what an architect is and what an architect does, you are literally designing the the layout and the floor plans of how your life is going to be moving forward. You're you're the one in control. You're drawing out your destiny, just like, you know, architect draws out a house and it manifests into a three-dimensional structure that somebody can actually live in or work in, same thing your architect become the architect of your life and that's a powerful powerful statement a lot of people don't realize how powerful these words are and understanding the meanings behind these things like you know we like i said we just we got we got to get people out of the out of this thought process that's just blah and they got to start really understanding how much true power and control they have i was telling somebody the other day that A human being has a lot of electricity and power inside the body they're like what do you mean power it's like there's no power and there's no energy inside of us i said really i said well you have 35 billion uh, 35 trillion cells and each cell has 0.07 volts of electricity multiply 35 trillion by 0.07 you got over 2 trillion volts of electricity in your body Mm. we're powerful energetic beings and but we think that we're just we're, we're, weak, we're weak. We have no power. We have no energy, you know, and we, we can't control anything. We can't think outside the box. But, you know, little by little, it's starting to get a little bit better. But what we have to do is we have to realize there's a lot of people out there now that as they're beginning to wake up, they're getting caught up, I think, too deep, uh, really too deep in a lot of these weird conspiracies that just don't make any sense. And they're starting to get off track and they start of- going into all these weird things, you know.
2: It's the algorithms. The algorithms can get the best of you. Yeah. Anything put in your face over and over again, you start to believe no matter what. You know, that's why these algorithms are dangerous in the wrong hands. Yeah. I'm a person that I can even feel the algorithms fucking with me. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm getting caught in the algorithms. You know what I mean? I keep looking at shit. Right. Same thing. You know, even though most of the stuff I'm looking at Mm -hmm. is the things that are good for me. Like what I want to buy or what jewelry I'm looking at. Yeah, I see them algorithms kicking in. If you love conspiracy, Mm -hmm. they're gonna give you a lot of dumb ones. Some may be right, but a lot of them be kind of based on you know.
0: Yeah, garbage. Yeah. So yeah, Yeah.
2: algorithms. You gotta watch, and you're right. That's why it's important for guys like you to showcase what woke looks like. It looks good in a Rolls Royce Mm -hmm. and a nice big waterfront house and everything that comes with it. Right. You know, just like you know, somebody will look at a drug dealer and see a Rolls-Royce say, oh, I want to sell drugs. Well, we'd yeah. rather somebody look at a, 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 someone with a Rolls-Royce and say, what's he doing? He getting mm-hmm. money from being smart. Yeah. He's getting yeah. money from teaching. <laughs> He's getting money from thinking outside the box. Right. I could get a Rolls-Royce doing that? Yeah. Then I'm going to do that. Right. And that's what we need. And they have to see what it looks like.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's man. Important. Yeah. And that's another reason why I'm giving, doing this Rolls-Royce giveaway right now. So what I'm doing is I bought a new Rolls-Royce because he you know, it was due for a new one um, this one served me well you know and I was like, okay, it's time for a new one I'm, I'm gonna step out make the make the big purchase but then I had two Rolls-Royces so I'm like, wow I said to my son what am I gonna do with this one? Should I rent it out again? I was like get just too much hassle you know I could just sell it but I said, what if I raffle this car I'll raffle this car I'll take the proceeds and invest it in the children. And, and um, final, notice, final notice electric bills for single families, single parents, actually single parents, like single moms and single dads. I do it every year anyway out of my pocket. I use the revenue for that and increase how many people I can help. At the same time, give somebody a chance to win a, a car that's at least valued still even today at 150000 even though it's a few years old. And they can take that money and they can flip it into real estate they could turn that $50, you know, that they wrapped and take it into maybe a real estate deal that turns them into a millionaire by by flipping real estate. They can get into the stock market or cryptocurrency. They can invest into their own business and, and, you know, build up their inventory or their stock and develop a mobile app, whatever it is. And they can parlay that money into something that can be a benefit to themselves, put their kid through college, whatever they want to do. But I think it'll be a great benefit for somebody to get their hands on, that opportunity, a car they could take and instantly turn it into instant cash. Probably in the most cases, a lot more money than they had at the same time, at one time ever in their life, you know what I mean?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, It's definitely a good model, it makes sense, and it's smart, you know? And it's luxury, Yeah, you know? It's luxury. I like what's happening these days, you know? Consciousness, intelligence, doing the right thing is starting to come with luxury, not sacrifice. Exactly. and not compromise either. So yeah. that's a good thing. And as long as we keep passing that gift along, yeah, the wealth continues, because that right. is the wealth, helping people and spreading that love. Yeah. But you can't love nobody else until you know how to love yourself.
1: That's right. Yeah, it's if possible. you're on an airplane and the airplane- you love
2: yourself, how can you love somebody else?
1: Exactly. Well, you know, you get on an airplane and the stewardess says to you, in case of decompression, the oxygen mask may fall, if the oxygen masks fall, make sure you put it on your mouth first and get oxygen flowing before you help somebody. Period.
0: Exactly.
1: That's the exactly. analogy right there. You know, and one thing I can attest to, Dame, is the fact that since I've known you, since I've been around you, your true mission really is you give people the blueprint and you help a lot of people. You know, sometimes people get misconstrued because they see, you know, you know the way that you respond or the way you answer questions, or your real your passion comes off to them as Sometimes it's anger, but they don't really know. You don't really understand where you're really coming from. You give the blueprint out to everybody, and you give everybody an opportunity. Because why? Because in your mind, and also in my mind, there's more than enough for everyone. And the people have a scarcity mentality. Anybody. They don't understand that.
0: And you what know? people should
2: understand, if you help someone become powerful, then they can help you.
0: Exactly. You know? Two
2: powerful people together, you know. I don't. I want to make partners. Right. I like equals. I love the fact that we talking like, yo, I got a rose. I'm like, yeah, I just got a rose. I love that talk. Right. Right. If you were telling me you just bought a Honda, I couldn't be like, yo, I just. I'd be like, damn, let me show you how to get a rose, right? You know what I mean?
0: Right. A whole different conversation. (laughs) You know what I mean? So yeah,
2: yeah. I love to see my brothers winning. I love it. I love to see my brothers winning on their own, and Mm -hmm. I love to see my brothers teaching others how to win. Right. You know. Those that have sold out and been patted on the head by another culture and get celebrated by the other culture, yeah. you know, you hear they got money, but you never hear them teaching how to get it, right? Yeah. Right. I don't know why those those official people that's supposed to be so official. How come they don't teach you how to get it, right? because yeah. yeah. you know they'd be like, yo, then you got to sell out your culture. You know, you got to stab a couple of friends in the back. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, you know, kiss some ass when nobody's looking. Right, You know, act tough in front of your culture, but act weak in front of the other culture. Yeah, And I've seen it all with my own eyes.
0: Right. <laughs>
2: and that's the thing that I can't, and I, that's the reason why I celebrate what you're doing, and that's I it. always make sure everybody knows. Right. But also, you're dropping some gems about out-of-this-world shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And the truth that's just not told, you know what I right. mean?
1: Yeah. So
2: I love all of that.
1: Thanks, man, yeah. Yeah, the UAPs and that. the UFOs is the t- main topic right now. I actually have a workshop coming up where I have Lewis Alizondo. That's the former Pentagon uh, worker that has been exposing the fact that they're in possession of uh, of uh, vehicles not of this world, you know, spaceships, yeah. basically, and all this kind of like stuff. He's in patent. the workshop. The
2: Army got like a patent for one or some dumb shit. I was like, what oh yeah,
1: yeah, they got the patent. The TR three B, the Aurora Project. They have a a floating, anti gravity flying triangle that has a rotator ring that that operates on a ferrofluid vortex engine. And uh, it's capable of not only flying multiples of the speed of sound, but it can even fly in space. Uh, It it can make 90 degree turns. It creates this anti-gravity bubble around the actual vehicle so that it can make these weird maneuvers, but taking away the G-forces from the actual pilot. So the pilot doesn't have to experience those G-forces. So it can make these crazy maneuvers, And the pilot will never pass out, you know. Uh, And but that's all. That
2: that looks like the vehicles that the that that the army been chasing every day. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to know: is that the government? Is those really?
1: Okay, I'm gonna tell you what it is. So I'll give you a sneak peek. Because at this workshop I'm doing, I'm gonna give you the log into this workshop because we're gonna be releasing information that's gonna blow people's minds that you haven't seen on any TV yet. Some of these projects that are supposedly these UFOs that are buzzing the marine ships and everything else, some of them, not all of them, some of them are ours. OK? And some uh, of them are like? uh, blue beam, people call it, but it's not. No, The blue beam is never going to actually happen. But they are going to do, are you release our own alien reproduction vehicles that are going to seem alien, look, maneuver like alien. But really, we own them. And I'm going to tell you why. So we have gone around the planet, we meaning the military industrial complex coming from this country has gone around this whole planet. We've already invaded everything, Nicaragua, Iraq, Afghanistan, you know, we destroyed Vietnam. We went around this, you know, we went around the planet. We made all the war money. There's no more money in wars. Wars are drying up right now. They don't want to go to war in Africa because there's no money for, for them there. So they're like, what are we going to do next? Oh, we need a space war. We need money. How are we going to keep this military engine running and keep these trillions coming in so we need the space force we need to put money into space weapons and so they're going to inject fear by saying oh they it's a threat to our national security even though these things have been coming here for millions of years and, and and nothing ain't happened yet they've been coming to nuclear power plants uh and nuclear bases and shutting down their codes and stuff like that not launching them shutting them down but they won't tell you that what they want you to see is Oh, it's a threat to us. We are now going to reroute twenty trillion dollars into space weapons and and spacecraft and blah blah blah. It's a new way for them to fund money or direct money into their new agenda and get the public's approval without having to siphon it under the covers and then have to answer to a to controversy later on. That's what it really is all about. It's all about generating revenue and keeping the war machine running.
2: So let me, ask, very you, let me ask you a question. What's the yeah. explanation? For not going back to the moon and saying fuck it, let's just go to Mars. How I don't understand how you just skip the moon. <laughs> how you do that?
1: Okay, there's people on the moon. This is what it is all about. This is what there's I people mean. on the moon. Yeah, uh-huh. they were like, listen, guys. Uh, after the after we dropped that doggone bomb on the moon, they were like, okay, wait a minute. This is enough. You can't you can't do this. This we live in here. There, we. Ha- I have the black box audio from Apollo Eleven. The black box audio and the redacted uh, printed statements from the verbal, they actually transcribed it into text also. And it says uh, one of the I think it's Collins who says as they're flying over one of the craters, look at those con, uh, what is it, concave or I think it was them, con, convex craters, which means a dome structure down there. I bet the people down there never get out. And so there's people living there when they went to the uh, Apollo 10, I believe it was Apollo 10 didn't land, it orbited the moon. Then it came back to Earth. This is a stage by step by step process in becoming, you know, to getting to the landing phase. And yes, we did land on the moon for real, even though they showed fake imagery because they didn't want people to see what was up there. Technology and ancient structures are up there. That's what they didn't want you to see. So they gave you the Hollywood version to the general public. But when they went through the backside of the moon in Apollo 10, when now you go around the backside, you now you got the body of the moon in the way of the Earth. And so the sig- the radio signal can't transmit so it's a dark time in other words you can't you're you're cut off from Houston you're cut off from your home base During that time another comm link was came into their earpieces into their comms in the shuttle into the um, capsule and it was broadcasting music music that was coming from the surface of the dark side of the moon Okay and this huh Like Pink Floyd, the dark side of the world? No, no, not Pink, yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) That's probably where he got this idea for the song from. But they said it sounded almost like a weird kind of a chorus and uh, chanting. And this is, now that audio tape has also been released. And you can hear them freaking out, like, who's on our comms? What's this on our comms? Do you hear it? Do you hear it? They're like, what is that? What is that? That's music. What is that? They were cut off from Houston and the Earth for about, I think it's five or six minutes before you get back in comms range again. But so that they tapped into their comms on the dark side of the moon and transmitted that information or that that signal to them, which I'm pretty sure is still being analyzed to this very day. But there's people there that I think that we were warned. Listen, guys, after I think Apollo 16 or 17, it was like, look, y'all can't come back here anymore. It's 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 just not conducive. And you know, I think and, and going no, Mars, and no other
2: country tried to go there. No other, no, no other. Nobody, no, other, no one's like they all skip past it. And, right. We can't, we can't do it. And you know, I, what I would love, which would make more sense to me, is I want to know what China found up there, what Russia found up there. We already know Hitler found, was talking to Saturn. That's what I heard.
0: Right, and
2: oh, oh, he already had all the shit back then. He was dealing with them a while ago. Yeah, I want to know what everyone's entail has got, yeah. how many, you know, and, and I'm really curious what's going on in the space station, what's going on up there?
1: Yeah, they're doing a lot of science experiments up there, but I also think that they are in collusion with some outside beings, aliens from where, who, who knows where. There could be an exchange program going on where we're exchanging stuff to them biologically, and they're giving us things there could be a process of very gradual um, opening of, you know, of communication and interaction. Because when you look at the ISS video footage from uh, the, the live feed, you'll find that every now and then, all of a sudden, there's UFOs around the ISS flying under it, over it, behind it, and everything else. And they, if we can see it on the camera, then, they, of course, they can see the real true size up there, you know, where they're at. And, uh, and the fact that they haven't blown up the International Space Station, they haven't destroyed it, they haven't boarded it and commandeered the people or abducted them. These people aren't trying to hurt. They're watching us. Just like we go out, we meaning humans, we go to the Sahara Desert, we go to the, to the jungles of the Amazon, and then we alien abduct animals. We find them and we target them and we give them a dart and we knock them out. Then we abduct them. We analyze their, their, you know, their biology. Then we stick up, we insert a tracking tag inside of them or put a tracking thing on their neck and we release them back into their homeland. And then we watch them and we record how they act, how they interact with, the, with their others and their family members and everything else and how their society develops. And that's what's happening to us. We're being watched and tracked the same exact way by people that are a million years ahead of us.
2: And from what I hear, when we try to hurt ourselves, they stop us from hurting each other.
1: Yes, exactly. That's happened multiple times. See, the thing that's incredible is, and this video is actually on Forbidden Knowledge uh, TV, there's a a famous um, uh, press release that came out, a live press club that came out on CNN. It was in 2010, I believe it was. Where these were former nuclear scientists, former nuclear codes security officers. In other words, the guy that had the security codes for the nukes who used to activate the nukes with the codes was there testifying that the ufos came to the base in broad daylight and turned the codes off on the missile silos and deactivated all the nukes like that's the message like dude y'all ain't gonna blow up this planet no matter what you think we're not gonna we're not gonna allow it you know what i'm saying
2: you're not gonna mess up our experiment we watching y'all
1: yeah exactly exactly yeah and so you know that's what it's really all about man so these beings have been here, they've been watching, they've been tracking for a very long time. And before any real positive interaction, like we're just going to like land our ships in the middle of your city happens, they're waiting for us to grow up. Human beings, there's 7.7 billion now of us on this planet, and we're being controlled by less than 100 people. And until we take control of this planet, until we to break down this divide and conquer invisible barrier that exists because consciousness doesn't even have a race or a color until we realize that and treat each other as equals and love one another there's not going to be any mass landings in the middle of your city and hey nice to greet you and everything else because if they come down here the first thing that we're going to do our military is going to do is try to shoot them yep that's it and kill them
2: hurt somebody they just because they're scared
1: exactly they're scared. Right, you know, that's, what it's, that's what's happening, yeah. Well, but, from what
2: I understand, we're a very young race, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: A Very yeah. young race, a modified race. Yeah. We're trying to get some kind of independence of the brain.
0: Yeah. It's
2: going to take experience yeah. to get there, it seems like, you know? Yeah. But some of yeah. us are a little more enlightened than others, and some of us want to know the truth, and some of us do not. Yeah. I do, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: The truth will set us free, you know what yeah, I mean, absolutely. if I look at For it.
0: Sure. And yeah, economic man. empowerment
2: is also a good part of freedom as well.
0: You Absolutely. Know, so yeah. all those
2: things. So yeah, man, yeah, right. you know, I'm down. I definitely want to come to the, the workshop. Yeah. you always dropping jewels. You make me smarter than everybody else. Shit that's going on now. We've talked yeah. about a couple of years back.
0: Yeah. We
2: had the game, Yeah. you know, when I hear this shit, I feel no fear. Right. You know, cause I'm like, yo, they could have been did something. And also we have an un- somewhat, I have an understanding of what's going on. Yeah. What so makes exactly. me feel better. And it makes me more receptive to the evolution that I'm re- that I want to do, you know, yeah. and being involved with.
0: Yeah. But, you know,
2: we got a lot of big plans, Billy. Yeah. You know, whatever else you want to talk about, I'm down. Tell me when. Yeah. We should do this more often. You yeah. know, COVID's over. Let's get back outside. And I'm down, bro.
1: Yeah, we'll do it for sure, man. I gotta come out there, sit down with you again, man. You know, let's let's knock out some new episodes and stuff, you know.
2: I feel like I have a we have an episode that's not edited. The last time he was here.
1: Probably, yeah, probably. Definitely I mean. one that's not, I, I and
2: then we got the whole school, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. nice.
2: But definitely, when you coming back out here, bro?
1: Oh, man, I could probably come out there in August. I can get out there in August, man, and we can hang out and knock out a couple of shows, maybe three shows at one time, you know?
2: Yeah, real easy. Also, you know, I bought a ranch out in um Wyoming. Oh, I so, saw that.
1: Yeah. yeah,
2: come on. I ain't even been out there since we bought the shit. I mean, we, we renovated it <laughs> because, yeah. you know, COVID and all this other shit. Right. And it was cold. That was what it was. It's cold, okay. but uh, yeah. We, we, we as soon as it got cold, we came back. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was cold out there. But we going um, you're going back out there in a minute. So all okay. type of things we need to do, and you know, let's keep yeah. talking.
1: Bro. Yeah, for sure. We got to man. I'm looking forward to it. Congratulations on the baby again, man. Take your nah, wife. Man. I said congratulations.
2: Thank you, bro. Congratulations on your success.
0: Thank
2: you. New houses, new yeah. cars. Yeah. Giving away cars, streaming services, books. Yeah. <laughs> get that money Billy you know right. my name is my artistic name is Billy Pablo the Third. that's you know, right <laughs> you know, we're still rocking out we perform yeah. you know Billy Carson and Billy Pablo all yeah, the back, and, yeah. and then we got to start talking some NFT stuff too
1: yeah yeah we got to do that that'll be the next yeah, we got to we got to jump on the NFT stuff and I have my own coin coming out the forbidden coin is coming out in 90 days.
2: I already knew you oh had God. a coin coming out. Yeah. <laughs> of course you got a coin coming out. Yeah, Well, you know, I'm about to do something. I'm about to make a dent. Next week or two, you're gonna hear about it. Okay. You know, but the auction will be live. You know what I mean? Nice,
1: let me know yeah. so I can put it out there.
2: I mean, you know, this this one is, it's probably gonna be for that 100 that could afford it. You know what I mean?
1: Okay, I got you.
2: Meaning it's like one of those, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah.
2: We'll talk about it offline. But there's okay. a lot going on with this NFT. You know I'm on it, trust me. Yeah, okay, Gotcha, man. I'm, I'm, I'm an artist and you know, this. You can really an artist can really breathe over there
0: well. Yeah, right, right. right.
2: And it goes yeah. back to that thing. And we've been talking about this. The dollar don't have no gold backing it no more. That's so right. anybody can make up a currency. It's the value you put on
1: it. That's Period. right. Period, that's you know? it.
2: I've been saying that. Why are we fighting over a dollar that has no meaning?
1: Yeah. Make That's
2: up your own. Now they can make their own money up. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. That's where it's at. I'm putting my face on the money, man. Come on. Why wouldn't
2: you? Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you? I'll
1: yeah. take some coin. Hey, man. All right, bro. All right, man. Hey, Peace, I appreciate it. Love you, man. Me too, man. Yeah,
0: later.
1: You are watching Forbidden Knowledge TV. This is Billy Carson with ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. 30 days free on ForbiddenKnowledge.tv today.